0: Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Friday, September 28th, 2018, the 100th audio episode of our wonderful little podcast. I'm Alex Kalafi, your host, joined as always by the infallible, perfect, omnipotent, Donald Terrio. Hi.
1: Hi. Um, I've reached a decision this week after finding out after I bought my Switch family plan. I'm never going to pay actual money for Switch Online. No? No. What, what? My, yeah, my plan is to buy so many games on the eShop that I have the gold coins to just pay for it in one shot.
0: Were you able to do that this time?
1: Yeah. I. When you, buy the, when you uh, buy the memberships on the eShop, I was able to apply my gold coin balance to it, so brought it down a few dollars, and it's like, you know what? I may never have to pay for this service again if there's enough games that come out. And considering there were 33 games, I think, this week in North America just for Switch, that's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: Hell yeah. Very good. We're also joined by Mega Man fan extraordinaire... Uh, except for Mega Man 11, and Zelda fan extraordinaire, except for the new Zelda, Justin Bruby. Hi.
2: Hey, there's other Mega Man exceptions, and I'm still willing to give 11 a chance when I get the full game, but we'll talk a little bit about that today, I guess.
0: Yes, we will. Yes, we will. But we, uh, we're we going to start off this show. We're still waiting on Zach, seeing if he'll join us. We're going to start the show with a little what we've been playing, even though there is some news Justin's been playing three very interesting games, and I want to hear all about them.
2: Yeah, I talked a little bit last week about uh, Torna, the Golden Country, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 prequel. Uh, I've been playing it more, and uh, you know me. You know me and Xenoblade. I do things in a way developers would probably be like pulling their hair out saying, what is this guy doing? But yeah, I'm not much further in the story, but uh, now I'm... Uh, like level fifty-three, I've taken out every uh, unique monster I've come across, and I've almost completely filled out every blade's affinity tree. So I'm like at a point now. I'm ready to just push on through the story and see what's what's there because there isn't too much holding me back anymore.
1: This is supposed to be a twenty-hour game, right? And you're oh, probably. <laughs> Yeah, Not but for I, Justin, no, I think Justin, you're gonna hit. I think you're looking at a, probably a three days adventure
2: total. Probably the way I play, I'm. I think I'm going to one hundred percent. It it's, at this point, it seems a lot easier. Uh, the enemies do it anyway because uh, in the first Xenoblade Chronicles two, uh, every time you finish a uh, blade combo, I think it is, it puts that last color orb on the enemy. I believe it's only one. But when you uh, try to build up orbs in Torna, as long as they do the special and I think you finish the chain, each color of uh, attack becomes an orb on the enemy. So it's very easy to build up every orb on like a more challenging monster. And then it's not that hard to just get a full burst by breaking them all and getting a huge like chain attack combo. And I've taken huge amounts of damage off enemies with that so i think it's a little bit easier
0: very good you're enjoying torna compared to the original game
2: i like them both but uh, i do think torna is a little bit uh less confusing combat wise because they changed the way combat works a bit Mm. just seems like a more streamlined experience
0: that's good that's good does it feel like a full game
2: uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs>
0: All right. No, I'm, I'm excited to crack into it. I actually brought my, um, my switch with me for a little respite this weekend at the cousin's house. Hence the change of background, except I left the Mega Man legacy collection X in my switch, meaning I can't actually get to it until the end of the weekend early next week. So I look forward to having more to say on the next uh, episode of this show that I'm on, but it sounds like so good so far on Torna.
2: Yep. And you've also been playing Excite Bike versus? Versus Excite Bike, the arcade archives version. So I need to give you a little bit of background on the history of Excite Bike to avoid confusion here. Uh, the original Excite Bike came out on Famicom in 84, I believe. Uh, so that's the one, same exact one for the most part that most Nintendo fans are used to playing on the NES. But I think before the NES came out here in arcades, as part of what Nintendo called the Versus system, they released an arcade version of Excite Bike, which is a little bit more updated than the mm-hmm. NES version. And there's some differences. It's more of a score attack game. Uh, the progression system is different. And like the NES Excite Bike you choose whether you're f- racing like a time trials thing or against other racers in this you do like a one lap uh, time trial with no other racers then you have to do two laps against other racers to keep going you have to place within the top five to not like lose a life I guess because I guess you can earn extra lives after you get a hundred thousand points you're not gonna be racking up points Uh, it's not a very good score attack game you get points as you go on Uh, one thing I do like that they added to this version of Excite Bike that's not in the original is if you trip up, I think, around five other bikers, you know how you can, like, hit them off their bikes by bumping into them with your back wheel and you hit their front tire and causes mm-hmm. them to crash out? If you can knock five over without crashing yourself, you change colors and you have infinite turbo until you crash, and that carries over to the next race. Ooh. So that's really cool. Uh, and there's also a, a fun mini game, even though that's a bit shallow. It's still cool to break everything up where you have to hit ramps and jump over trucks. So that's fun uh but the one thing that makes me a little iffy on the arcade version is because four years after that released in 1988 was another game called versus excite bike for the famicom disc system and it's basically the arcade game but they've added more music there's actually a multiplayer mode where you can play and race against each other which isn't present in the arcade version And it just seems like that's... Oh, and the track editor is back, because that's not in the arcade version either, obviously, because you're not going to be making tracks in the arcade. That'd be such a waste of time. But yeah, so I think the later release is the ultimate version of Excite Bike on the NES. And uh, that actually did come out here as part of uh, the virtual console on Wii U, if you want to try that out.
0: Okay, cool. Very good. And last but not least... You got this Tregalia Lost business, which is slow, yeah. rolling its way out across the world into cross platforms. Not fully there yet, but just about, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know every country it's available, and I just downloaded it. I know uh, Donald can't get it in Canada. so.
1: Yeah, it's like the U.S., Japan, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Macau, and Singapore. So Southeast Asia and the U.S. and Japan. That's it.
2: Yeah, yeah, so... Jogrelia Lost. I played through the first chapter today. Uh, I don't know what to think. Uh, there's a lot... It. I don't know how to put this. Because I think I covered some of this when they brought it up. And my fears were, like, brought to life. And uh, it's, it looks very generic and anime-esque. And the story isn't very good at all. But it's, there seems to be an F- emphasis on the story. But it's very... Uh, predictable I'd say so far and not great uh, there's a lot of mechanics going on in this game and I don't quite understand them like all the things I'm collecting and there seems to be a million ways to upgrade things between my weapons and like my special attacks and all that stuff and then there's the uh, random character elements for like pulling characters and I re- I just haven't wrapped my head around it all yet so I'm very Drugalia lost
0: uh-huh.
2: so, ah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just confusing, and uh, I don't know what to make of it. The actual gameplay, when you're in like a quest or a stage, whatever they're calling it, uh, r- reminds me a lot of Pokemon Rumble, where like you're running through tight areas and just beating stuff up, and you have support characters.
0: Hmm. Okay. So you're, you kind of like it, I guess? I don't, I
2: don't, I'm not really sold on it. I'm going to play a little bit more to try and like, wrap my head around it but it just seems not that great
0: it, sa- it sounds like it's a bit of a gotcha game uh while you were yes. talking i just took a quick peek at the reviews and it seems like there are people who enjoy it in spite of being a gotcha game or are giving it one star because it is a gotcha
2: game um yeah, but there, yeah there's some multiplayer element which i haven't unlocked yet i don't think but there's like other stuff where you need friends to help like they can support you or something. I don't quite get it, but I know there's some element in the game where you can like co-op play levels or something. And that seems like the coolest thing, but I haven't unlocked it
0: yet. It's basically Pokemon Rumble, right? Because I that that's what it looked like to me based on that initial direct.
2: Uh, it looks a lot like Pokemon Rumble. Plays similar to Pokemon Rumble, but like I guess there's deeper mechanics behind the scenes how you can upgrade your characters than Pokemon Rumble. Okay, that, that's the five I'm getting right now.
1: Okay uh, I've heard the reroll hell for that game can take a quite a while because the it is, shall we say, not as generous as Fire Emblem Heroes is off the top.
2: Yeah, I, my free character was a four star, so I'm just done with that. I don't really care that much.
1: I mean, as long I mean as long as the as long as it's a situation where you if you don't really need to have to pull, like, if they give you enough to get through most of the game, then it probably won't be too bad for me. But I've really only got time for one one game right now as it is. And they dropped some new uh, Abyssal maps and heroes today. So those are fun to beat my head against the wall with.
2: Yeah, like, one weird thing about that, like, comparing it to the Fire Emblem game is, even though I think there's a problem with there being too many Fire Emblem characters and people, like, not knowing who they are, at least some people playing will have a connection to some of those characters, but with a new game like Dragalia Lost, there's really no, like, feeling toward these characters you're unlocking, except, like, oh, here's a new character. Whereas with Fire Emblem, you might know some of them, and be excited to see, like, one of your favorite characters pop up. So, it's like a little bit of a disconnect there, I feel like, because I really don't care about the characters. I'm pulling it all in Dragalia. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I mean... But, I mean, because, the whole, because this is an, early, like, an original IP that Nintendo worked on with another company, so I can see why they, they'd want to focus more on the story elements. Although, I think Dragalia Lost seems more ripe for crossovers than uh, Fire Emblem would be. Probably. I think the, yeah. I think the most we'd get out of Heroes would be like something from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and that's because Fire Emblem characters were in that. But Dragalia Lost, like I could see that opening up to like fake Grand Order or something like that.
0: Yeah, because puzzle and it's, it's almost like the puzzle and dragons thing because the property itself is almost enough of a blank slate that you can project almost any franchise onto it. Like think of all the crazy stuff that's been in puzzle and dragons. I think Atlas characters have been in it. I think various anime characters. I think even plenty of Western characters have been in puzzle and dragons by this point. Um, yeah, so maybe something similar will happen. With Dragalia Lost. I look forward to playing that and talking about that too next week. I'm probably going to play a little bit of it tonight. Because I do like me some Pokemon Rumble. All right, And then Donald and I are both talking about Mega Man. You're playing Mega Man 9 and 10. Or played would be a more accurate way to say that.
1: Yeah. The the Legacy Collection 2 went on sale a few weeks back. And... I picked it up because it was 25 percent off which is the exact minimum buy-in i was looking for because there's three games on there that are worth playing and then make a man eight uh, mm-hmm. i i focused on nine and ten just because i had beaten all the games in the f- in the first legacy collection already and i think 10 is, like, this might be controversial but i think 10 is the better game because nine has way too many cheap deaths
2: mm-hmm like, uh, getting, I yeah, I getting. I'm I'm at a skill level in those games where like I don't really die from the cheap death so it's really hard for me to comment on that.
1: Yeah, it, it's something where you like. I, I found that I really had to grind up the screws and keep buying the you know the beat you know beat to save me from pit from gratuitous pits because there's extended sequences with the stupid disappearing blocks that I that I always usually just rush jet through because I don't have time for that crap. Or, you know, not having to navigate these giant, massive walls of spiked pits. I mean, once I get to the bosses, they're not that bad. It's just getting there with, like, actually getting through the stages is honestly the hard part. And I think nine is wait. Like, there probably hasn't been a game that cheap since the original.
2: I don't know. I felt like it wasn't that hard, nine. But if. You kind of have to know what you're doing and uh, be smart with your weapon usage, and it's a breeze, I think.
1: Yeah. And well, it helps. It helps that, that the like the Legacy Collections, they have the rapid fire options. So it's basically just powering through that way. But I like stuff like concrete shot. I can I can see the the benefits of that. And I know I had to use that to get through a few stages, but like maybe i just screwed up because i went to hornet man stage last when i played through it so i missed a lot of things but yeah i I enjoyed 10 more although part of it was just because i after i finished nine it's like i need a break so i just put 10 on easy mode and i beat it in five seconds over
2: one hour so which game do you think has the better music donald
1: i honestly can't tell the difference
2: okay I think nine has the better soundtrack between the two.
1: Yeah. But I, I still got to hit the, I, I don't know. I, I got to hit that 11 demo at some point because well, it comes out Tuesday and I kind of like to see what I'm getting into.
0: Yeah. So the last time I was on this show, I believe I may have talked about the Mega Man 11 demo and I was sort of on the positive side. Justin was sort of on the more critical side And after I replayed the demo, after a conversation, I actually started to come around to what Justin was saying. I thought the levels were too long, and I I felt that more so. I was having a hard time beating the game or beating the demo on normal, and everything just sort of dragged a little bit. But I dropped it down to casual, which is the second easiest setting. And that one felt more like the difficulty I was looking for. That uh, Donkey Kong Country returns sort of not necessarily uber hard, but will put up a little bit of a fight. I don't know. I, I felt like I had a much better time with Easy, and a lot of my concerns melted away as soon as I switched to the easier mode. But I will add that I agree more with Justin's points from... Well, I believe it was two episodes ago at this
2: point, or was it three? Yeah, it would have been three, because two weeks ago was a direct. Yeah, okay. If you really want to see my points, I did write them up on the website as a hands-on preview for Mega Man 11, so yeah. check that out. But I think one of the problems you might be having with the normal mode is one of the points I uh, talked about, which was that the new uh, gear system, is, the whole game is balanced around that, and that actually slows down the the gameplay because you have to slow down time and it because of that they gave enemies more hit points so some of the enemies you just have to know i need to slow down time here to take them out quickly otherwise it's going to take a while or i need to like use my abilities and it just slows the whole game down
0: yeah yeah um but I recommend if anyone was having a hard time with the game on normal that they try the casual mode because that might be what, what is more up your alley. I'm still looking forward to the game. It's coming out next week. I'm probably going to play the whole game on casual and then if I really like it, which I hope I do, then I'll probably do a second playthrough on normal. What did you think
2: of the music, Alex? I got to it know.
0: It's pretty good. I mean, it didn't leave a lot of lasting impression. I say pretty good in the sense that it sounded like a Mega Man game to me but do I remember the tune of any song or any sound that was in their game? Not really.
2: Yeah, I didn't think it was very good, and I'm hoping it's just that level, but I have huge concerns for that because I love the music in the, the old Mega Man games, but this game just... It didn't sound right.
0: Sure, sure. All right. We'll have more to say next week, and until then... Let's move on to some news. The biggest piece of news from this past week, in my opinion, was the announcement of a new Pokemon, Meltan. Melton. Meltan?
1: Yeah, they they in the uh, introduction video, they seem to pronounce it Meltan.
0: Meltan, which could be the first generation 8 Pokemon. I'm guessing it's kind of in the Togepi territory, where it's like, it's not strictly presented as a Generation Eight Pokemon, or in the same way Togepi wasn't explicitly uh, introduced as a Generation Two Pokemon. But it'll probably fit into that Pokedex somewhere.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like uh, the Bonsly precedent from uh, the because po- you could actually play as Bonsly in a console spinoff, but he didn't really get a full game in until Gen Four.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's confirmed as a steel type. It's also confirmed to be a mythical Pokemon, which is what uh, Donald, you wrote the story. It's the same. It's like Mew.
1: Mew. Yeah. Mew. Celebi. All those guys.
0: Yeah. And it looks like a ditto with maybe an unknown. It's not an eye, but it kind of reminds it's got like a... a golden nut on it almost.
1: Yeah, nut or hex screw.
0: Hex screw with uh, with what looks like a pupil. And then it's got a silver body that looks exactly like Ditto. And it's got this tail, which looks very out of place, but it doesn't necessarily bother me any. It's a weird looking Pokemon, and it's not what I necessarily expected from a brand new Pokemon. But it doesn't look bad, and I think they're kind of waiting to tell us more about it.
1: Yeah cuz it showed up in it actually is I think the first the first time we've ever had a pokemon debuting in pokemon go because it started showing up in the in the game this past weekend although it would turn out to be a ditto when you caught it and yeah. then and it's going to because it'll be I think this is the Pokemon that they were talking about in the in the lead in the introduction of the game that this is the Pokemon you're going to need to bring in from probably from go. So I'll be looking for some trade partners.
0: Yeah, without a doubt, this is that Pokemon. Um, is Maybe there'll be a way to get it without Pokemon go. We'll see. If not it'll probably be like a lowland executor where it's extremely easy to get worst case scenario.
2: Well, I thought the whole premise was you'd be able to unlock it in let's go. And that'd be like one of the only things you can gift to yourself to go. I could go the opposite direction.
0: Yeah, maybe we need to check the tapes on that. You
2: You know, I think it'd be good to do that because then it would give Pokemon go players. A real reason to pick up Let's Go because, like, well, the only way I'm going to get Meltan is to buy a Switch and this new like Pokemon game for it. Mm. Marketing wise, I think that's the way to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just the way the way that I'm going to be playing Let's Go, I really don't like. I don't think I'm going to end up with this until they do some sort of event thing for it. With the actual with this with the full game on Switch next year, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think about that game sometimes. I I really can't wait to see what a new 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 Pokemon game looks like on Switch. I know this is a new 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 Pokemon game on Switch, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm waiting for the real new Pokemon game on Switch. I I keep trying to. Think about what they'll do with the engine. Whatever it is, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to be upset with whatever Game Freak does.
1: Yeah. It's, well, it's Game Freak. They uh, they, they do a lot of things in an odd fashion, but that's what it usually ends up working out pretty well in the end.
0: Speaking of Pokemon, Pokemon-like things, Yo-Kai Watch 3 comes to America on February 8th, and Europe in this general winter
1: yeah that's that's the word we got from dawn It's just winter <laughs> when when in that when that is nobody knows but given that the uh blasters games launch day and date i would not be surprised if we get an announcement of oh it's going to be february 8th for europe as well
0: yeah japanese version featured sushi tempura and sukiyaki versions western names have not been announced it is set in the united states uh i am probably gonna buy this one i remember really liking yokai watch 2 and i still have yokai watch 1 which i want to play through at some point but i'm i'm absolutely down for a new yokai watch game i think it's been enough time
2: well 2 just came out
0: no (laughs) blasters just came out
1: yeah that's a spinoff and uh 2 because 2 actually like it first launched in 2016 so i meant 2 as in 2 versions yeah Oh, it the way <laughs> the way they were talking about it when we got the press statement, it, it seemed like that they may I don't know they may only do the one version for this one because they did like there was a third version for Blasters 2 and they just gave that to us as a software update.
0: Do we did Yokai Watch three get like an ultimate version?
1: I I think it got like I th- I think it's the I can't remember if it's this it's the tempura or sukiyaki version in Japan was sort of the yellow or Emerald, the super enhanced remake that has elements from both of the original games. We got the, we got the third version for two, like a year later, but at the, you know, given the fact this is coming out in February when traditionally Yokai Watch has been a late year thing, it seems like they're trying to run out the clock on the 3DS suit very early on in 2019. So we may be seeing stuff like Persona Q2 in May. And that's it.
2: Yeah, we we're talking about this a little bit before the show, but I think Nintendo may want to uh, cut the 3DS off before the fall hits. That way, uh, Pokemon on Switch gets the full attention, so people are really forced to uh, make the Switch that have not...
0: Okay, so here's what happened. Sushi and Tempura were the first two versions of the game. That those were released in Japan on July 16th, 2016. Sukiyaki was released in Japan uh later that year. Yeah, I think it
1: was it was the holiday release, I think.
0: Yeah, so we don't know how it's necessarily coming over quite yet.
2: What what, what would you name it if you're going to americanize it?
0: burger hot dog
2: yes and fries.
0: Um, and freedom
1: <laughs> I, I don't know we could we could do bur- we could do uh, i was going to say you know burger fries and pizza but which pizza do you do i mean there's so many different kinds in the united states yeah barbecue ribs
0: fried chicken <laughs> hot dog hamburger fried chicken book it book it
2: game Yo-Kai comes with coupons to different fast food restaurants. <laughs> well
1: well, th- well then at that point they got to do pizza, right? I mean Reggie you know, you know Reggie yeah. used to run pe- do marketing for Pizza Hut, so there's got to be that tie in somewhere. Yokai watch mayo and corn pizza. <laughs> yo Yokai watch whatever the hell that pizza is that comes out of Chicago. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dale Ailing uh, says, yo okay, Watch 3 Pepperoni Pizza.
2: Pepperoni Pizza and Pineapple Pizza versions.
1: <laughs> that that would be like, um, one of the versions of 2 had total dude in it, so you obviously went for the other version. That would basically be what would happen here.
2: Yeah. I like Pineapple Pizza, so.
0: I do too. I think it's okay.
1: I, I would try it, but, well, that would just... I, I had enough trouble sleeping last night, and We don't need to go there.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. So there's Yo-Kai Watch 3. I'm looking forward to it. I thought Yo-Kai Watch 2 was a very good game. I think I have a review of that out on Nintendo. WorldReport.com of of the original second game. And let me see what else we got. Telltale, you talked about last week how Telltale's shutting down, uh, which is crazy because that means that Wolf Among Us Two isn't necessarily happening. At it's, all...
1: it's dead, Jim.
0: Yeah, but with The Walking Dead, that's kind of a weird one because two episodes already came out. They released the second episode. Then they pulled the game temporarily th- from stores while they figure out who's going to finish it.
1: Yeah, and the it, they, they've they... pulled the season pass from all pretty much all the stores that you can buy it
0: on. Yeah, and then they basically said, hey, we're looking at partners to help us finish off the game. They laid off 90% of their staff, more than, and have just a, a base crew of 25. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy thing, because now there, there are lawsuits involved. There's a lack of severance pay yeah. involved.
1: Yeah, it's and- like... You can do what you want with with the rest of the game, but there's about 250 people that need need to get paid. Yeah. And that should be priority number one here, not... You know, the game can wait.
0: But it's just so weird because I think the impression we all had of Telltale was there's a studio that was, like, close to probably being shuttered. Then they had this golden moment in the first season of The Walking Dead... And they salvaged the entire company and became uh, a certain force to be reckoned with. Almost in the same way Traveler's Tales felt like they were. The Lego games were having their success. And I guess what happened was the word is that maybe some uh, some deals fell through and some sales didn't meet expectations. And some money was not fully spent the right way, maybe. And
1: yeah, this now is... we're here this this feel like this has the feeling for anybody who follows sports The got the play the player who has the really big year when they're going to become an unrestricted free agent they sign a massive contract and then they go in the tank the next year or if you're like like a baseball player who hits 52 home runs out of nowhere and then oh yeah they were probably on drugs yeah yeah like this like like telltale games is the brady anderson of video games Like They had one really big hit and then nothing else they ever did ever
0: lived up to that. Right. I'm very disappointed because I love The Walking Dead. I was looking forward to playing Season 4 because I wanted to see how they were going to finish up that story. But here we are. My guess is they're going to find some sort of partner to finish this game for them. But it's probably going to take a little bit and the game probably won't come out on time. But if they can find some kind of partner and I'll get to finish Clementine's story, I won't necessarily... Ha- I care a lot about what happens to the people who work at Telltale. But as long as they finish The Walking Dead Season 4, I don't necessarily care much if Telltale itself continues. Yeah. Um, like, yeah.
1: the the executives are the ones it seems like the 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 C suite is the one that really screwed up and a lot of people who didn't deserve the blowback are getting the blowback right now. Yes. Yes.
0: All right, there's that and then for our last sort of thing, I wasn't around for the Nintendo Direct. So I'm going to give some hot takes for what was announced. Animal Crossing is getting Two biggish things. Isabelle's coming to Smash, which I think we, we were talking about when we were making all of our Smash predictions on those episodes. Isabelle is just such a popular character, even if she's not suited for a fighting game. It just it makes total sense that she ended up in the game. Uh, Animal Crossing in 2019. Very excited about that. Getting Animal Crossing and Gen 8 Pokemon in the same year is very, very good. I'm guessing that's going to come out around summer. Or I anticipate Animal Crossing being a summer game because New Leaf was a summer game, and I th- think it fit really well there. Um, I hope that Tom Nook video was an engine, though. There's no way to really say. I'm just I'm excited that we're getting more Animal Crossing. The town game from Game Freak, I think that's going to be an eShop game. I don't think they're going to go physical with it. I think. The what they're gonna do is something like my life as a king, where it's got a very small central focus. Or perhaps they do something like um Little King Story. I think maybe Little King Story would also be a decent one of this. Or maybe it'll be like Dylan's Rolling Western. I don't know. I guess those are the three games I thought of where it'll be something that takes place on a more confined map. That was my that was the impression I got. And I think maybe it'll end up being twenty bucks comes out next spring. Um, yeah, yeah, most
1: most of game freaks side projects have come out at like 15. So,
0: yeah. And this this looks a little prettier than the other ones, which is why I went up to 20. Uh, but it looks like a good game or it's a good-looking game based on what we've seen so far. Katamari Damacy reroll December 7th. Can't wait. I've always wanted to beat that first game. And I never got a chance to, even though I played it on PS3. And if uh, if they're doing these enhancements and they make it a much more playable game, that's all I ask. New Super Mario Bros. U DX. Or New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I love the cover for that game. Looks great. I I have a, v- a version of both of the games that are included, but just to have it on handheld, I might just buy it. January 11th, Luigi U expansion, Nabbit and Toadette playable. Looks great.
2: And what are your thoughts on Peachette?
0: I think it looks fine. I'm probably just going to play as Mario. Um,
2: oh, for a second there, I thought we were talking about something else that ends in Et. No, there's only uh, one official Nintendo character, so this is, we're not. That's it. I will say I know.
0: I know we're talking about this meme, and I've been so busy with other stuff that I didn't get a chance to understand what the meme was actually about. But did you guys see that concept art that showed one Rosalia? Uh, what's 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 her name again? I'm tired. It, it is Rosalia. Rosalina. Rosalina. Sorry. With the guitar, and then it also showed a theoretical Bowser doing in Mario Odyssey cap. Uh, sort of possession of Peach and turning Peach into like a goth girl, not a goth girl, but kind of like a punk chick kind of thing. Did did you guys see that concept art? Yes,
1: I, looks, I I haven't.
0: It looks cool, and I almost wish they did it. And but but they they did enough sort of going outside the lines with this game. I just thought it was really cool looking concept art. Um, but I think it's great. Mo- New Super Mario Bros. U... It's going to get a handheld version because I love both the handheld new Super Mario Bros games and playing this one on a handheld, even though I guess there was a pretty good way to simulate that on the regular Wii U is something I'm looking forward to. Luigi's Mansion three. Do we know next level games? Is that uh,
1: not con- not confirmed?
0: OK, but it's it's not unlikely. Um Coming in twenty nineteen, Luigi's Mansion two, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, great video game. That's all I have to say on that one. Uh, we're kind of running up on time. Let me see if the chat has anything to say.
1: Well, something something else that uh, it wasn't really an, a Nintendo story, but it it kind of highly relevant uh sony has folded on cross-platform play for at least Fortnite, so so now you're going to be able to get owned by ps4 xbox one and pc players
0: <laughs> uh, have either of you been playing Fortnite consistently i have not no, i haven't uh, I played have, in months i haven't i have never i've never even downloaded it oh boy okay it's so fine. it's okay it's, it's an alright game. The people who really love Fortnite seem to really love Fortnite.
2: I think after a while, it kind of gets repetitive and old. I know they keep doing things to like bring people back in, but I just don't know if it's enough for me over the long haul.
0: Mm. I'm looking at Bowsette on Know Your Meme right now. Mm.
1: Uh, 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 apparently, somebody created
2: something called Waluet, which I have no idea what that would come out as. Where's Tatangit? I haven't seen that one yet. Somebody get on that. Tatanga. That might be too deep a
1: cut for most of the people that would be doing that kind of thing. I don't know. I've seen Ward it.
0: Oh, it's a gender bend of Bowser. That's super weird. Okay. I am done looking at this page. That's (laughs) enough of that for me, my fellas. I think it's cool that Sony's loosening up on the crossplay thing. They're like, We were wrong. Or they were like, We'll we'll say we're wrong. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, well, I mean, Fortnite is like the biggest game on the planet right now. So I wonder if Epic was like, if you don't if you don't let us turn this on, you're not going to get season six of the battle pass. That would shut Sony up real fast. Yeah.
0: Or if it would be, like, based on delays or something. Because a one-week delay on Fortnite stuff would be a big deal.
1: Ooh, people would be absolutely livid if they delayed anything like that for
0: a week. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that actually covers everything for the news so far. I think we're probably going to have more next week with Mega Man out, um, plus some other stuff.
1: Big man out. Uh, yeah. Also, we're we are we are spinning up something involving the uh, NES games. So hopefully, we'll get a release date on some more of those next week. But um, yeah, look look for something to that effect over the next couple of weeks
0: on this here YouTube channel. Excellent. Sounds good. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to a hundred, just about two hundred of these Nintendo News Report episodes. This will be the one hundredth in the audio feed. If you've listened to us for even a single episode so far, even if this is your first one, thank you for listening. If you've been listening since the very beginning, thank you so much for listening. If you've been listening since the beginning of the audio version, thank you so much for listening. You can catch us on YouTube every week. You can catch us on iTunes every week. You can catch us on the Google Play. And um, I'm Alex at Kulafia, C-U-L-A-F-I-A. Donald at Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K justin at king nintendo fan k-i-n-g nintendo f-a-n you can also look us up on patreon patreon.com slash n-w-r nintendo world report tv on youtube for the best video game video coverage you can ask for uh, nintendo WorldReport.com for the best nintendo video game coverage around that's our show see ya have a good night stay safe bye bye
2: later